It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another night of high school boys basketball at Altamont Community High School. And this Wednesday, a National Trail Conference clash between the Altamont Indians and the CHBC Bobcats. Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Davis, and we'll be here calling the action tonight here on The Voice about my Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online at vmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes in to this Tuesday night clash with CHBC, 15-3 on the season and a 10-game winning streak as well, and they're 3-0 in the National Trail Conference. As for CHBC, they're 6-12 overall, but 0-4 in uh, the ACC uh, this season. Last game uh, for Altamont, it was a 61-43 over North Clay, and it was a highly anticipated contest, and uh, the matchup lived up to the hype, at least in the first quarter, back and forth. Altamont had their three-point lead, 16-13, but then in the second quarter, Defense and rebounding was the name of the game, was the story of the game on a Friday as Altamont pulled out a victory in those second and third quarters, defensively holding North Clay both to eight points in the second and third quarter, so 16 total points there in those middle quarters. And Eric Holman had a fantastic game. He had 14 points. Yarhouse had some three-pointers and had 15 points, but Mason Robinson took over there in the second quarter. On a couple of three-pointers on his way to an eight-point quarter, and that extended the lead out to halftime. And ultimately, we thought the game was going to be close on Friday, but instead it was uh, Altman uh, pulling away there in the second half with their defensive effort uh, in the second half. Uh, Dom, yeah, it was. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I, you know, the first quarter there was what we thought the whole game would be like, and obviously it wasn't as uh, Altman's defense and uh, you know Yarhouse. Garros making him threes, and uh, I want to forget Jared Hammer. He had he had critical back-to-back steals there against North Clay, and uh, you know that's why he got the the chain of the game as uh, Coach Diver. He started a new, tra- new tradition uh, here with these players, which I think is great. But anyway, it was it was definitely obviously scoring scoring helped, but uh, they say defense wins championships. I don't know about one a championship, but definitely helped them win. When that game against North Clay, you know, everybody, you know, coach said at the, after the Central A&M game that, you know, North Clay scared the Dickens out of him. But uh, yeah. I think uh, Altamont maybe scared the Dickens out of North Clay after that, after that game, 18-point victory there. So, uh, uh, you know, Altamont definitely showed, you know, North Clay and the rest of the NTC, you know, where, where they're at and, you know, team-wise and everything. And if they can keep just, just keep doing that, Night in and night out, you know, you know, no matter who they're playing, I think I think they're going to be just fine the rest of the way. Yeah, they may have uh, scared the Dickens out of anyone that saw that final score, or maybe that was a year or two and watched the game on a Friday. And yeah, it didn't win a championship, but it did basically earn them the number one seed in the National Trail Conference tournament coming up next week, yep. as uh, the seed meeting happened and uh, the uh, pairings were released, as it did in fact. Uh, turn out that Altamont was the one, and North Clay ended up being the two, and thanks in part to uh, that game right there. And also, Hammer did a nice job defensively with the steals, but also defensively on Zimdars, who uh, was basically a non-factor. Uh, Logan Fleener did have 23 points, but 
Uh, Booz was in double figures with 12, but uh, that was really it for uh, the uh, Cardinals. And uh, now the win streak stands at 10. And uh, CHBC uh, comes into the gym tonight, and uh, they are uh, coming off a loss on Saturday. It was 66-39, lost to Shelbyville. The Rams jumped out to a 27-11 lead in the first quarter. And then CHBC only was able to score one point in the second quarter. So it's 43-12, and Shelbyville cruised to the victory after that. Uh, Radloff led the way for uh, the uh, CHBC Bobcats. He had uh, 12 points. Also, uh, uh, Colme, he had uh, 12 points as well. And uh, so uh, CHBC looking for their first win in a conference play tonight and uh, looking for a win number seven as well to try to pick up some momentum before the uh, conference tournament next week as it all gets started on Monday right here in Altamont as it's the eighth seed in yoga squaring off against the ninth seed CHBC at 6.15 on Monday. Then uh, the winner will advance to take on the number one seed, which is Altamont, on a Tuesday. And that's where we'll have coverage for you right here on Jack FM. And then uh, following that, Altamont and winner of the Yoga CHBC will be the four seed, Windsor Stu Charles, against the five seed, Dietrich. And then on Wednesday, it's the two seed, North Clay, going up against the seventh seed, South Central, at 6-15. And then following that game will be St. Anthony, the three seed, against the six seed, St. Elmo Brownstown. Winners will play. Winners of Tuesday games will play on Thursday, and winners of the Wednesday games will play on Friday. And of course, uh, the uh, 87th annual NTC tournament will culminate next Saturday in the uh, championship game at uh, 7:30. One of the best weeks in all of sports, and definitely one of the best weeks in all of the local sports schedule is uh, the NTC uh, tournament week, and it all gets tipped off next week. And uh, the uh, speaking of the NTC tournament, the girls tournament going on uh, currently on uh, in Beecher City this week, and they're off tonight, and they're also off on Friday as well. But uh, the girls continue. The girls' tournament continues tomorrow. The number one seed in Nioga will take on the ninth seed of Windsor Stewstrom. Maybe South Central yesterday. That game will be at 5.30. Then uh, South Central will uh, square off against Dietrich at 7 o'clock in the consolation bracket. And then also in the consolation bracket, uh, the Altamont Lady Indians will square square off against the uh, team that falls on the losing end of that Neoga wins two straws game at 8.30. So Louisville's a late-night tip there in the uh, conference tournament tomorrow evening, but we'll have coverage for you right here on a Jack FM of that Altamont Lady Indians game on the consolation side of the NTC bracket there. Then on Thursday, it will continue as uh, CHBC will take on the winner of that South Central Dietrich game at 5.30. Then North Clay, who was victorious over Altamont yesterday, they'll take on the winner of that Neoga wins his two-stars game. And then it's St. Anthony versus Brownstown and St. Elmo at 8.30 on a Thursday. And uh, then uh, Brownstown, they pulled off the upset seed-wise. They were the six, and they uh, pulled off the four-point victory yesterday over CHBC. And so that puts them in that semifinals against St. Anthony. And of course, the girls' tournament will conclude on a Saturday when the championship happens there. Wherever Altamont will be playing, we will be broadcasting as well. We'll bring it to you right here on Jack FM. And uh, currently, uh, uh, before our game here, the junior varsity contest wrapped up as Altamont was victorious and now an 82 22 in uh, that one. So, uh, no problems for the junior varsity. It was like 51 9. At halftime, and uh, so we'll see what uh, 
as in store for the varsity contest coming up in, in the next minute or so. Altamont is finishing their warm-up. So is CHPC, and uh, the uh, national anthem will be uh, coming up really shortly. And uh, so we'll step away for that national anthem. And the national anthem brought to you by Tingley Insurance Agency, as it is every uh, single game. And uh, so we'll be back in a few minutes after the national anthem, and we'll get the, the uh, start of lineup as well as the tip-off of this one. Another ATC clash before the conference tournament gets underway. And uh, we'll have coverage for you coming up in a few minutes after the National Anthem. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FN. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It is the Altamont Indians and the CHBC Bobcats going to be tipping it off here in just a few minutes. So let's take a look at the starting lineups first for the visitors at CHBC. It's a number four, Clayton Wojcik. He's a 6'2 junior. Number 11, Kenny Robbins, he's a 5'9", senior. Number 12, Kaden Colney, he's a 5'6", sophomore. Number 15, Elaine Jones, a 5'10", junior. And number 24, A.J. Radloff, the 6'3", sophomore there. So it is Wojcik, Robbins, Colney, and Jones, and Radloff, the starting five for DHBC. And uh, let's take a look at the Altamont Indians starting a five as they're the Home team and the crowd rises to their feet, and the uh, lights will be going down momentarily for the introductions of the uh, starting lineup. A little bit different uh, starting lineup for the 
uh, Altamont Indians as uh, they got number two, Jared Hamer, a 5'11 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, a 6'3 senior. Number 32, Logan Cornett, a 6'2 senior. Number 33, Cannon Earhart, a 6'4 senior. Number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Hammer, Robinson, Cornette, Earhart, and Coleman, the starting five for the Altamont Indians tonight. Just doing a little experimenting with some rotations and some starting fives. And so we'll see how this starting five shakes out, of course. Up front of their home, white uniforms with black numbers and orange trim and the Bobcats, of course, with the red jerseys with the blue numbers and a white trim. So, Altamont putting their win streak on the line tonight. We'll get to a roll in to the conference tournament next week. And, of course, uh, as uh, the schedule that I've looked at, there's no game on uh, Friday night. So, it's uh, really the last test before the conference tournament uh, begins next week on next Tuesday. And uh, Altamont try to defend home court next Tuesday. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, this will be the last step for the conference tournament. And, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely out of my want to send their home court tonight, send their home court all next week during the NTC tournament. And the team they're facing tonight could very well be the team they face in their first game on Tuesday, the CHBC Bobcats. And, you know, uh, Yoga will play CHBC here in that, that uh, play-in game, as you call it. We'll see what happens then. We'll see what happens here tonight. Yeah, and I don't know if you call it pressure, but there's a lot of pressure on uh, Altamont of being the host school every year. Also, they're defending champs as well, and they're the number one seed. So uh, a lot of things of pressure there. It's going to be a uh, Wojcik tipping it off uh, against Robinson, and it's going to be Altamont winning the tip. And they'll be starting right to left on your radio dial at the beginning of this contest. It looks like. CHBC will open up in a, a little bit of a, a zone here as they'll go to Earhart up the top. Now over to uh, Cornette here in the left corner. It'll dribble out, pass back to Hamer. Hamer up at the top of the key, looking to get it down low to Coleman, but it was denied momentarily. They'll swing it over to Robinson here on the right side. And Robinson dumps it to uh, Coleman on the baseline and back up top to Hamer. Now Altamont being very patient here. To uh, start off this contest, and Hamer has that at the volleyball line, and he'll get a screen of there from Earhart and pick up his dribble and swings it over to a Robinson. Robinson over to Earhart. Now Coleman. Coleman with some action. Puts it up, and he's going to be fouled. So, hey, Coleman will go to the free throw line here for two shots to start this game. Fouls on number 15. Uh, Lane Jones, his first team's first. And so Eric Coleman will be at the line to try to get the first points of the game. Coleman's free throw up, and it's good. First points on the board for Altamont. One to nothing. And so Eric will be at the line for his second attempt. Second one up, and this one's no good, and it's rebounded there by Jones. And Jones looking to get it off to someone. He gets it off there to Robbins. Now, call me. Has it over to Wojcik. Back to call me in between the circles. He is over there. They're trying to get it over there to Robbins, but it was knocked out by Robinson. And so it stays right here with CHBZ. Nice effort there by Mason Robinson. Try to pick it off. Knock it away. They get into yeah. a Wojcik. Wojcik almost uh, goes off balance, but now he drives to the hole and he puts it up and it's going to be blocked, but 
He's going to call it for the travel as well. So that will turn the ball over back to Altamont. First turnover of the contest for either team. And uh, so Hammer will walk it across the timeline uh, just underway here. 6.40 to go in the opening quarter. Cornette will drive, and he kicks it back up top to Hammer. Hammer with a little ball fake over to Earhart on the right wing. Now over to Robinson. He drives. Reverse layup is good. Up and under for Mason Robinson, his first bucket. Three to nothing. He's so good at that, too. He makes it look so easy. And uh, Coach Dewey said he can get a shot off anywhere. And he proved it right there. I, I believe he can, yes. And it's going to be stolen away. Stolen away by Cornette. Cornette trying to finish the other way. Lay it up and in for Logan Cornette. And it's 5 nothing out the mound. It's a Wojcik getting across half court. Now over there to uh, call me, call me. With the basketball, he'll dribble, and he'll give it back off. And a tiptoe into the uh, half-court line there was Wojcik, and uh, they get it over there to Robbins. Mid-range jumper is good. And it's 5-2, to two, CHBC's first point. They over there to uh, Cornette in uh, the right corner. Now over to Hammer. Hammer will swing it to uh, Coleman. He's out here on the perimeter. Everybody to Earhart. Touch pass to Coleman here on the baseline, and he'll back it back out. Pass up top to Hammer. Hammer will hop step in the lane, puts up the wild shot. No good. A rebound there by Jones. Coleman gets it across half court. He has it on the right side, and he's looking to dribble inside, and there's going to be a foul on the floor on Altamont before anything can happen. Foul's on number two, Jared Hammer, his first, team's first. And it'll be a Robbins inbounding there onto the baseline to the left of his own basket. Trying to get into a Wojcik and almost thrown away by Cornette, but it's going to go off of him out of bounds, so it stays right here with the Bobcats. Wojcik will inbound there to the right of the Altamont bench. Get into a call me, call me now with the trouble in between the circles now over to a Robbins. Robbins gets a screen there from Jones. The backdoor cut to Wojcik. Puts up the runner. Count it. And a count the basket and the foul for Wade and Wojcik. And he'll go to the line for the end one. Fouls on number 32. Logan Fournette, his first team second. And so that makes it five to four. And Wojcik's going to go to the free throw line here to tie, to tie it up. And it's in and out. No good. Can't do it. And Jones and Coleman are battling for the rebound, and Jones poked it out, so it'll be Altamont basketball. Actually, that was Radloff who got his hand on that. So Hammer will get it across that floor. Leading by one is Altamont, 5-4 to four in the early going. Cornette over to Coleman. Coleman now gives it back to Cornette. Now Earhart up top to Hammer. Hammer for three. Yes! Three-pointer there for Jared Hammer. And it's 8-4. to four. Jared Hammer putting the hammer down on the three-pointer there. Yeah, it doesn't shoot it a lot, but no, doesn't. he's right. capable of making it. For sure. And, uh, that's a call me out here, dribbling out towards half court. Now gets off to Robin. Now in between the circles, back to Wojcik. Wojcik gets the screen from Radloff, and they're trying to get it back to him, but gets to call me on the wing. Thought about that step back three, but instead he gives it back off to Radloff. And they'll swing it on the perimeter here to Robbins. Robbins picked up his dribble on the right side, trying to find someone to pass to. He gets off to Comey. He has it picked up. 
by Hammer. There he is again with another steal. Picking up right where he left off last game. Definitely. Hang over to a Robbins. Fired a pass inside to Earhart, but Radloff was reading that, and he knocked it out. So will stay right here with Altamont, though. Nice job there by Radloff from CHBC to try to try to uh, intercept that pass and knock it away. Trevor Peace comes into the game, and uh, so does Dylan Elam and Avery Arhouse check in. And it was Earhart taking a seat. Hammer trying to go reverse layup as well like Robinson did earlier, but this time he missed it. And the CHBC will take over. Trail by four here. Cornette was the last, well, the other one that sat down on that last one. Always going to shoot a three. It's good. It was calm with the trifecta and it's eight to seven. Almost stolen away there by Peace, but over to a Robinson. Robinson almost lost it, but he got it back. Over in the corner to Hammer. He's wide open for three. It's good. Another three for Jared Hammer. And it's 11 to 7. Six points already. Six points and one steal. He's feeling it tonight. And it's going to go over there to a Wojcik. Wojcik's going to cross over Elam. And he takes a contested jumper. It's off. And the rebound goes to a Radloff. Radloff puts up the shot in the paint. No good. And it's rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse with his head up the floor. Nice pass to Coleman. Coleman, that ain't throwing up and in for Coleman. He's got three points as well. It's 13 to 7. Wojcik drives. Layup is good. No one picked up the ball there, and it was 13 to 9. DHBC keeping close here in the first quarter. Going to go up top to Elam. Elam at the top of the key. Had it, lost it a little bit, but. They're going to work things back over to Hammer in between the circles. Coming up on two minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Now to Elam. Now Coleman out on the baseline. And they'll swing it to Elam. Elam in the corner for three. Good. Three-pointer there for Dylan Elam. Third three of the night for Altamont. It's 16-9. Proving anybody on Altamont can make a three. Yeah. They go to a Radloff, and Radloff is going to be fouled on his way to the rim. And it's just going to be on the floor, actually. They call that offensive foul? Oh, yeah. Either either an offensive foul or a travel. I think they call it travel, actually. I think they did. I saw it. I rip. Kaden Miller comes in. And so does Logan Cornett returns as well. Hammer takes his seat. And it's Elam here at the volleyball line. Is there to Cornett. Cornett to Earhart. Trying to back down. A defender, and he got it knocked away by Wojcik, but it stays right here as it went out, and stays right here with the Indians. Cornette will take it out underneath the basket. Minute 30 to go here, 16-9 to lead for Altamont. Elam has it over to Yarhouse at the top of the key. Yarhouse is driving, stops and pops, and he's going to be fouled. And uh, so uh, Avery Yarhouse will go to the free throw line for two here. Foul number 12, Caden Callum, his first team second. It's going to be a yard house, free throws. It's good uh, for Avery, his first point, and it's 17-9 out tomorrow. Sub coming in, it's Carter, uh, Carter Bain. And Yarhouse will be at the line uh, for his second. 
And Yarhouse, uh, second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Yarhouse, and it's 18-9. to nine. Double them up here. Calm gets the basketball, and he'll dribble across half court. Weaves his way in and out of traffic. They're going to screen there from Radloff. Now gives it to a Bain. Bain uh, back up to a Wojcik in between the circles. A minute to go in the opening quarter. Trying to cross over Cornette. Now back to Bain. Bain left side. Gives it back to Colmey. Colmey now. Back to back out. And he gets a screen there from Radloff. Now they go over to Wojcik. Wojcik mid-range jumper is good. Two more points for Wojcik, and it's 18-11. He's got six on the night. Cornette into Earhart. Earhart's got good position, but back-to-back out to Elam for three. Back iron can't get it to fall, and it's going to be rebounded there by Jones. And uh, Coach Thompson is going to take a timeout for CHBC with 28.3 left. So uh, we'll take a quick 30 as well. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's 18-11, to 11 and Coach Thompson took a 30-second timeout, and we only got 28.3 left in the first quarter. Wojcik, screen there from Radloff. Now, call me with the basketball, and he'll get over to a Bain. And he hands it off to a Wojcik. 15 seconds left. Setting up a screen there by Bradloff, but they don't take it. Now over to Bain with eight seconds left. Bain gives it back over to Palmy Deep three over Miller, and it's no good. Rebounded by Earhart. Now up to Elam. Elam extra pass to Kata Miller, and it's not going to count even if he made it. And uh, that'll do it after one quarter of play. It is Altima 18, CHBC 11, and we'll be back in one minute. You're listening to Altima Indians Basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
Welcome back here to the Altamont Community High School start of the uh, second quarter. And CHBC had the basketball, but they had it blocked by Earhart and rebounded by Coleman. And Altamont were on a run with the basketball. Now Coleman up and in on the assist by Earhart. And 20 to 11. 2011, that was a good year. It was a good year. And uh, they get it over there to a Wojcik from uh, Colmey. Now Wojcik to a Bane. Bane there on the right side gives it back to Wojcik. He was eyeing that deep three, but instead he hands it back out there to Colmy. Now he dribbles, and it goes over to Wojcik. Wojcik gets a screen there from Jones, and nice little hop step around the defense for another basket from Wojcik. He's unstoppable. 20 to 13. He's got eight points on the night. Yeah, look at this guy go. Is it'll be a swing over there to Robinson. Robinson in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall. And Yardhouse crashes the boards, but he saved it right into the hands of Bain. Wojcik has it on to the left side. Now Radloff spinning around looking for someone to pass to. Just hands it off there to Bain. Gives it back off to Radloff. Radloff back to Colmy. Now he'll dribble it and direct traffic more towards here half court. They get to a Radloff. Radloff here at the elbow. Now over to Wojcik. Now to a call me in the corner for three. It's good. Callum. Second three of the night. Yeah. Callum, excuse me, will pick it up. And it'll go to a Coleman running the baseline. Now Robinson. Robinson puts up the jumper. No good. Rebounded by Bain. And now Wojcik with a run out. Layup is good. Clayton Wojcik, double digits now, 20 to 18. Can't be stopped. Ever to Coleman, and it's almost stolen away. It's off of Coleman. And it'll be a, a CHBC basketball. And Cornette is going to check back in. And he's going to check in for Earhart. He'll take a seat. So a Callum inbounds there to a Bain. They get to a Radloff. Back to a Bain on the left side. 5.40 to go here in the first half. Just a two-point game here. And it's going to be a backdoor cut. Denied, and it was right in the hands of Jones. So as Coleman got his hands on it. But the HBC corrals it. Now Callum there on the left side. And he is off to a Wojcik. Wojcik drives and a dish off to Radloff, and they saved it before it went out of bounds. Bain for three. It's good. And the CHBC has the lead. Twenty-one twenty. Who saw this one coming? It'll go to Cornette. Cornette. Not many people did. Another double team. Now Hammer. Hamer over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse in the corner for three. No. Cornette with a follow. It's good, though. Second basket for Cornette. And it's 22-21. Altamont retakes the lead. Another three. It's good. He's heating up. It's Carter Bain. Back-to-back bucket for him. It's 24-20. CHPC retakes the lead. He's got six quick points. And it'll be a Robinson. Cross-court pass to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hammer. 
Hammer over to Coleman. Coleman now to Hammer over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a little head fake. And now he picks it up. And a little bit of trouble here in the corner. Gives off to Coleman. Cross court pass to Cornette. Cornette fakes and he drives back off to Hammer. Straight on three. Can't get it to fall. And Yarhouse almost tipped it. But nice tip by Jones. And he's got the rebound. He's looking to go close to close. Layup. No. It's going to be an offensive foul. Offensive foul on Jones. As you can tell, if that was Robinson or Hammer who stood in there to take the charge. And it's going to be a ball back to Altamont. Lane Jones, uh, his second, Steve's third. And uh, Coleman's going to take a seat, and uh, Cornette checks back in. So 3.45 to go here in the second quarter. CHBC has the lead, 24-22. Over to Elam. Elam now to Hammer on the wing. Now Elam has it. He'll drive baseline and dish off to Cornette. Cornette's open for three on the wing. No good. Way off. And rebounded there by Radloff. Now a two. Mid-range jumper is good. Elam with the jumper. It's 26-22. Robinson the other way. He gets whacked before the shot. So it'll be a... On the floor, they say. Foul number four, Peyton Wilson. His first team sport. And so it'll be Hammer inbounding the basketball. Into a Robinson. Now Yarrow straight on three. Back iron can't get it to fall. And Wojcik. He gets the rebound. Now to Bain over the tor- corner to Callum. They try to get it back to Bain, but it was knocked out. And it was off Baltimore, so it stays right here with CHBC. Bobcat, the uh, four-point lead at 26-22. Under three to go here in the first half. Into a Radloff. Now they hand it back off to Callum. Now Callum directs a little bit of traffic. Hands off to Bain. Bain's had a couple threes in this quarter. Wojcik drives, dish off, hit Jones up, and it rolls off the rim. And rebounded there by Cornette. Robinson with a little run out to Hammer. Hammer, nice find, a yard out. Left it short, and rebounded by Radloff. And Callum, cross-court pass to Wojcik. Wojcik drives, layup, no good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run. Robinson going coast to coast, layup off the glass, and in for Mason Robinson. And it's 24-26. That's why I just trails by two here. And uh, Callum has the in between the circles. And he'll hand off there to Wojcik. Wojcik. Now has it here and uh, hands off to a Bain, but he stepped on the uh, half-court line. So that'll be an over-and-back violation, and I'll turn it over to Altamont. That is Scott here. We just see his fifth turnover of the game. Altamont does not have any. Altamont wants a timeout, so we'll take a quick 30 as well. Altamont trails by two here. Minute 55 to go. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. 
cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Subs coming in for Altamont is Eli Miller and Akita Miller checked in on that last PO. And it's going to be off of Bain, they say, so stay right here with Altamont as it went out of bounds. Elam will inbound, and Altamont finds himself down by two here. Elam, he goes to Akeda Miller. Akeda Miller over to Robinson. Robinson now to Eli Miller. Eli has dribbled it here on the left wing. And gets it back off to Robinson. A minute 30 to go. Over to Elam. Elam has it here on the right side. Back over to Robinson. Robinson, backdoor cut to Miller. Up and in. Akeda Miller. Akeda Miller for two. And we're tied at 26. And a Callum will get it across the timeline. Minute five to go. Callum has it here at the volleyball line, and he's uh, going to get a screen of there and hand off to a Bain. Didn't catch it cleanly, otherwise he probably would have fired the three. And a Bain uh, dumps it off, and trying to back down their man is back out to Bain. Shot for three, got a quick trigger, and it's no good. It tried to save it, but right in the hands of Eli Miller, and they're going to call a foul there on CHBC, reaching in on Eli. Number four, Faye Wojcik is second. Number five. 20-6 all here with 45 seconds left in the first half. DHBC come to play tonight. Yes, they did. See if Altamont responds. Eli Miller has it on the left side, and now gives it over to Robinson. 30 seconds left. Now to Eli. Eli will dribble and gives it back off to Robinson for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Mason Robinson. 29-26. Southmont takes the lead. 18 seconds left. And Wojcik gets it across half court. 10 seconds left. It's a screen there. Now Wojcik drives. Still has the basketball. Five seconds left. Is over there to Jones. Jones for three. Can't get it to fall. And Keaton Miller with a rebound. And that'll do it. So, after one half of play, like I said, Bobcats have come to play. Altamont needs to figure it out in the uh, locker room as Altamont uh, leads by three here, 29-26. Uh, and uh, we'll be back to uh, break this first half down as well as we'll get you uh, some other scores from around the area. And we'll see if that uh, Cumberland game ever started as I know they were in Overtime, multiple overtimes in the JV uh, contest. And we'll try to track down some other scores from around the area as well. Right here, Altamont leads by three, a 29-26 at the half over CHBC. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. George, George, what's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's, Marjorie, it's gone. 
It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham to see a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here at South Carolina Community High School. Uh, it is a, a three-point ball game, a 29 to a 26. Altamont with the uh, narrow advantage. And over there, I went to halftime. I said that uh, DHBC came to play, and Altamont had to figure some things out in uh, the uh, locker room. I didn't mean anything by uh, that derogatory. Just DHBC really has uh, not come in intimidated at all whatsoever about how much hype this Southmont team has been getting. And uh, they uh, came to play, and uh, they certainly showed it as uh, Clayton Wojcik has uh, come out there with 10 points in that first half. And then uh, Carter Bain as well took a three-pointer, and that gave uh, CHBC uh, their first lead there in uh, the second quarter with about three minutes 
to go, and then it's been back and forth ever since then. And as they kind of hung, hung around, excuse me, hung around there in that first quarter, but have kind of taken control in the second quarter and gathered all the momentum here in uh, that first half there. And uh, further this game goes on, more time that CHPC hangs around, they uh, more confidence they have of possibly pulling off the upset here because they are certainly uh, feeling it there in that first half. Excuse me, yeah, they definitely were. Travis had a lead, lead a couple times, and, uh, yeah, they're definitely feeling it here, and they're not they're not concerned about, you know, what, what hype they have here. Excuse me, you know, Alabama has on, you know. They're not scared of their record or state ranking or anything like that. They're not scared of the boys on the court. They, they came here to play. They're here, you know, they're here to win, pull off the upset, you know, right before the NTC tournament, you know, maybe, you know, you know, put the put the notice on them, maybe maybe a little bit, and say, hey, we're still here, we're still down there, Beecher City, you know, you know they they know that they've been they've been at the bottom of the NTC for you know for for so long, even even when I was in high school playing, you know, Cowden and Beecher City, they were you know always always at the, the bottom of the NTC record wise and, and stuff like that, but you know they. They're coming in here tonight. They don't care what their record is. They don't care what Alamont's record is. They're going <laughs> to, excuse me, approve, prove that they belong here tonight. You know, with Alamont, who's the number one seed. And I thought he was the number four team in, in 1A in state. So they're going to show them what they got for Alamont. They need to uh, get, their, get their head back in the game, get their head out of the clouds. I'm sure Coach Stevens show told them that, you know, in the locker room and, uh, Get back with it and play play Altamont, Altamont basketball. Get back to what they're playing. You know, get North play. You know, on Friday night and uh, you know get that be able to stop. You know, stop Wojcik. You know, he's got he's got ten points. He leads uh, out here in Beecher City. He leads all scores with uh, with ten points. Excuse me as we look look at some stats here for for both teams. First for. Uh, Carter Vane, he's uh, two for three from the three, uh, excuse me, three point range for six points. Clayton Wojcik, five for six from the field and over one for free throw line with ten points. Keaton Robinson, one for one from the field with two points. Caden Callum, one for one from the field and two for three from three point range with eight points. And uh, Lane Jones, played has not scored, he's over one from the field, over one from three point range. As we look at Altamont, Jared Hammer, he's uh, 0 for 2 from the field, but he's 2 for 2 from the three-point line with six points. He's uh, Dylan Eden, 1 for 2. <laughs> Excuse me, 1 for 2 from three-point range with three points. Avery Yarhouse, he's 0 for 2 from the field, and he's 0 for 2 from three-point range. He's 2 for 2 from the line with two points. Mason Robinson, 2 for 4 from the field, 1 for 2 from three-point range for seven points. Logan Cornett, 2 for 2 from the field, and 0 for 1 from three-point range for four points. Eric Coleman, 2 for 3 from the field, and 1 for 2 from the free throw line for five points. Caden Miller, 1 for 1 from, excuse me, 1 for 1 from the field with two points. For a total of 29 and 29-26, Alamont with County Eric Beecher City. Came to play, they're not going away. I don't see them going away in the second half. Well, I don't want, you know, clamp down their defense and uh, start to turn down. As uh, Alpha had uh, 
quarters of 18 and 11 for their 29. And at CHBC, the Bobcats at 11 and 15 for their uh, 26. And that's where we stand right now, 29 and 26, three-point lead for the Indians as uh, they'll come out of the half and uh, the uh, drum line are finishing up. And one of the best parts about Altamont game is the uh, drum line and uh, they'll uh, finish up here. All five starters are going to be out there on the floor for Altamont. It's going to be Hammer, Robinson, Cornette, Earhart, and Coleman. And uh, for CHBC, it's going to be uh, Wojcik, Robbins, Callum, as well as Jones and Radloff. They will start the uh, second half as well. So Altamont will start off with the basketball. They'll be going left to right on your radio dial this half. And uh, they're out there ready to go, awaiting the CHBC and uh, the Bobcats hanging around. They might be uh, smelling the upset here tonight. Something might be in the air. It might be. Might be in the air. Might be in the water they drink. I don't know. It was definitely in the water there at Beecher City in the girls' tournament. The Australia couple upset. And they're looking for one here tonight. And Robinson has it. Fires it cross court. And they're going to call a offensive foul there. As they're going to get that on Coleman as he was trying to set a back screen there. Yep, Eric Bowen, his first. He first. From the half, only the third foul altogether. Game for Altamont. That's going to be Altamont. OSC, a full court pressure all the way up the floor, and they break it to the Bobcats, going right to left. And I call a uh, violation there on GHBC. And uh, they're going to call a uh, technical foul as well. And uh, so a uh, technical foul on uh, CA or on uh, Altman, Coach Niebergi. Even top. And I think that there they was motion in that way, but it wasn't really like not really angry or anything at all. So I must have been something that he said, but uh, must have been. Callum missed the free throw, so yeah, it looks like they talked. Coach Niebergi and uh, so uh, Coach Cool wow. has to take over. Uh, coaching duties here in the second half. And uh, Callum was one for two there. And uh, so I guess they got double technicals uh, there. That was what the whistle was for the first time. So uh, Callum was one for two there on the initial uh, free throws, and he can't get that one to fall. So he'll get another one. And it could have been a four-point swing, but he's missed three free throws here so far. And so it's just 29-27, and he missed another one. So only one for four. They're on the technical free throws, but they will get the basketball, and so the Bobcats will be leading or trailing only by two here, 29-27. Still kind of scratching my head why they either he got uh, thrown out of the game, but it must have been something to say. Oh, they're also telling uh, Coach Cooley had to sit down as well. I know that you get... Uh, two tech, or a technical foul, you have to sit down, but right. it's going to be a miss, and it's going to be rebounded there by Hammer, and Altamont will go running the other way, and they're going to call a, a foul there on the floor on CHBC. And, man, it's going to be a Wojcik third. 
Wojcik's third, he was first. Robinson, mid-range jumper, in and out, no good. That's going to be rebounded there by Earhart, but it's just taken away from behind there. So a turnover as the Bobcats just took it right from him. Callum uh, the other way, hands off to Jones. They get it back to a Callum. And uh, Callum will dribble. And a jumper, mid-range, no good. They're going to call a foul underneath. And they're going to call a foul on Altamont. There's just a bunch of bodies battling there. Earhart thought it was on him, but instead it's going to go on Coleman, though. And Coach Thompson will call a timeout. So we'll take a quick 30 as well. And it's out to my lead in 29-27, 6.45 to go. In the third quarter, we'll be back in 30. And listening out to my Indians basketball here on Jack FN. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Uh, that was a three-pointer there by Robbins, so THPC takes the lead, 30-29. to And they're calling a foul the other way as Altamont got it quickly up the floor, and they're going to get THPC uh, a shooting foul on Eric Coleman. Dog on Robbins, his first, team second in the half. And so the and one free throw, or four, actually is not even an and one, so it's going to be a miss on his first free throw attempt for Coleman, so it's still 29, uh, 30 to 29. Coleman's a second free throw. That's good. So one for two that time for Coleman, and we're tied at 30. Coleman will take a seat. And I believe Yardhouse came in. As CHBC gets it in there. Callum is trapped over there in the corner. And he's going to tip to the sideline and they're call a foul on Altamont. Not a lot there, but they got that one on Cornette. Wow. His second being third. Yeah, didn't see a lot there either. Callum will get it across the timeline. And get over there to Robbins. Robin has up top. Backdoor cut. Wojcik layup is good. CHPC takes the lead again. 32-30. Robinson the other way. Uh, he tries to answer. Layup is good for Robinson. He's in the double figures. We're tied at 32. Wojcik easily gets it across half court. Gets a screen there from Jones and gives it to him. Jones hands it back to Wojcik. Backdoor cut to Robbins. Now Radloff down low. Layup. No, they're going to say it's on the floor. Made the shot, but they're waving off the shot, so it'll be a, a common foul here and out of bounds for CHBC. Well, I'm kind of near our, his first team's fourth. 
And Elam will come in, and Cornette will take a seat. And Wojcik will inbound on the baseline, and Hammer knocks it out as they're trying to get it to Callum, and so it stays right here with the Bobcats. Nice job there by Hammer to knock it away. 5.47 to go, 32 all. Here in the third quarter, Wojcik gives it up top. Now they give it to Robbins on the right wing. They'll try to dribble around Yardhouse. Layup, runner, no good. They're rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run with it. Going all the way, coast to coast. Layup is good for Robinson. And it's 34-32. Altamari takes the lead. And it's going to be the Bobcats getting across half court. That's Wojcik. They're on the left side. Falling out of play with 5.15 to go here in the third. Over to Callum. He'll get a screen there from Radloff. Now they'll hand off to Robbins, who hands off to Wojcik. Almost lost it. And gives over to Callum here in the corner. Hammer pokes it away out of bounds and stays right here with the Bobcats, though. Hammer taking a seat on the bench, and McManaway comes in, and Earhart checks out as well, and Coleman comes back in. And we got five minutes to go here in the third. As a Wojcik eyed that long three there at the volleyball line, but instead he's dribbling here on the perimeter. Now it gives over to a Callum. Callum gives off to a Radloff. Radloff here at the elbow. Now gives it to a Wojcik. Wojcik in between the circles gets a screen there from Radloff, and he gives off to a Radloff, and he spins around Coleman, but right into the waiting hands of Robinson, and they're going to call a foul as Jones. Well, it's free momentarily, and uh, Jones is going to go to the free throw line here. Foul on 24, Andrew Manway, his first, he's number five, the half. And uh, so Jones going to the line to try to tie this one up. It's no good. It took a couple bounces off the rim. And uh, so uh, Jones, the second free throw on the way, and it's good. One for two that time for Jones. And that uh, makes it 34-33. And Caden Miller will uh, come in as uh, Coleman. Looks to have a bloody nose a little bit. So try to stop the bleeding a little bit. He'll get stuffed out for Miller. Miller goes a spin move up and in for Caden Miller. And it's 36-33. And uh, they'll have Robbins picking it up, and it's going to be knocked away. A ball's loose on the floor, and they're going to call a foul. Just trying to tie up there and the loose ball, and they're going to call Yarnhouse with a foul. Or nope. No, they're going to call Beecher City with a foul. Who I can tell who they were pointing to there. And Robbins gets hit with that. 11, Kenny Robbins is second. I mean, both guys, both guys are just going for the ball there. Yeah, I did. Loose ball. CHPC gets called for it, and it'll be Altamont with the ball. Coming up on four minutes to go in the quarter. It's the R house. Over there to a Ro- uh, Robinson. Gets over to Elam. Elam for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Dylan Elam, his second of the game. And it's 
And a Wojcik gets a screen up from Jones. Wojcik had it blocked, but they're going to call a foul. And uh, so it'll be two more free throws here for CHBC with Wojcik. Foul going on the 21. Dylan Elam, his first uh, six team foul problem on this half. And uh, so uh, Wojcik, free throw up, and it's no good off the front of the rim. That might be the Achilles heel of CHBC missing yeah. a lot of free throws that, you know, honestly could be uh, keeping them in this game. Yeah, I could take advantage of those technical free throws. Right. And Wojcik's uh, second foul shot is good that time, so one for two there. And it's 39-34. Altamont with the uh, lead here in the third, 3.30 to go. And they had it knocked away, and they're trying to get it to Miller down low, and it's a turnover for Altamont. Their second and a half. Half and only, you only have two for the game. So. Jones up top to Radloff in between the circles, and he's out here towards half court. He's going to drive and dishes it off, and it was blocked from behind by Robinson. As Underwood there with a shot. Your house the other way, up and under for Avery. It is a first made field goal. It's 41 34. And it's going to be uh, Callum getting across half court. Callum's going to dribble and had it uh, knocked, and he's just going to take up a wild shot, and that's going to be uh, no good, but they're going to call a foul. As uh, Caden Miller and CHPC defender were battling for the rebound there, and they're going to get Caden with the foul. Caden's first is team number seven of the half for Alphamon. Yep, that means Ravoff will go to the free throw line for one and one. And so Radloff looking for his first points of the night. Free throw is good. So he'll get another. Makes it 41-35. So uh, Robinson getting uh, taped up a little bit. Taped up his thumb there. So he's quickly back in. So Radloff will be at the line for a second attempt. Second one on the way is also good. Two for two there for Radloff. And it's 41-36. Robinson the other way, a nice find to McManaway, and he's going to be fouled. Late rotating over for the Bobcats, and Aiden McManaway is going to go to the free throw line here for two. Well, the number 12, Caden Callum, his second team score. 2.43 to go, and McManaway will come to the line. A free throw up is good. McManaway's first points of the night, and it's 42-36. McManaway's second free throw on the way is also good. So uh, two for two there for McManaway, and it's 43-36. As Wojcik gets it across half court. And almost stolen away there by McManaway, but it finds Callum's hand. And it was touched out by McManaway, so it stays right here with the Bobcats. Yeah, McManaway trying to poke it away there. They're going to have to inbound there in the corner. Wojcik looking for someone to pass to. Uh, they get it in, and it was knocked away momentarily, and it was off of the Bobcats, and uh, so it'll be Altamont basketball on the turnover. Dangerous pass there with the two guys bunched up in the corner. And it'll be a turnover. Robinson getting over to a Yarhouse on the left side. Yarhouse back to Robinson with 2.20 to go in the third. Back to a Yarhouse for three in the corner. 
Can't get it to fall. And it was off the front of the rim and rebounded by Jones. And McCallum looks to get it across half court. He does. He is over there to Wojcik on the left side. Wojcik. The screen here from Jones. Hands off there to Underwood. They dump it down off to Radloff. Radloff putting up the shot, and he's going to travel with it. So that's a turnover back to the Indians. Logan Cornett checks back in, and Elam will have a seat, and uh, so will Yarhouse as Hamer came back in. Minute 50 to go here in the third, Altamont 43-36. Robinson over to Hamer. Now Robinson back to Hammer. Hammer's open for three in the corner. Can't get it to fall back iron. Iron rebounded there by Wojcik. Wojcik, coast to coast, and they're going to call an offensive foul. They're going to say that Wojcik extended that forearm, and so that's going to be uh, back to Altamont. That's Wojcik's fourth foul. Team's fifth. And McManaway will take a seat. Earhart came back in, I think. Earhart, Caden Miller, Hammer, Cornette, and Robinson out there on the floor. Minute 32 to go here in the third. Carter Bain came in for Wojcik for CHBC. Yeah, he made a couple of threes in that first half. He did. Hammer gets over to Earhart. Earhart over to Hammer. Hammer now back to Earhart on the elbow. Finds Cornette in the corner, drives baseline, puts up the runner, left it short, but he left it short for a reason as he was fouled. And uh, they're going to send Logan Cornette to the free throw line here. Five, Carson Underwood, his first. Uh, team seven, it says. I thought they said six, but it must be team seven. And so uh, Cornette missed the free throw. He'll get another one out of any active shooting. Still 43 of 36. South mile with the advantage. And they do change the fouls for the Bobcats as they're six of the, the half, not for seven. And so uh, Cornette missed the free throw again, but it's tipped out and in the hands of Robinson. And he's going to be fouled from behind as they were trying to steal it from him. And so now we'll shoot one and one free throws. Now we've got the seventh team foul. Yes, they were due with fouls on Lane Jones. <laughs> That's his third. Team step finally get it right. Get it Miller. Get there eventually. Yeah, got there eventually. Gata Miller sits down, and Eli Miller comes in. And he also had a, a sub before a CHBC as well. And uh, that was Cease who came in. Robinson got the free throw to go as it took a bounce off the rim and fall down. Took a kind Altamont bounce. Yeah, kind home roll. Harris supposed to get here. Robinson's the second free throw on the way, and it's also good. It's a two for two there for Mason. And the lead's 45-36, nine-point lead. Coming up on a minute to go in the third. And it's a Callum getting over to a Bain. Now Callum in between the circles, a minute to go. Under a minute to go, I should say. They get over there to a Teeth. now back to... Callum, who looks back at the uh, scoreboard. 45 seconds left. And they go over to a Bain here on the right side. Now back over to Callum. Now Teeth with a little bit of a head fake. He drives inside, picked up his dribble, gives it back off to Callum. 
30 seconds left. And they're calling offensive foul, illegal screen on the Bobcats. Welcome Carter Bain, his first team eight. And he has out of the offensive foul, no free throws, so. That'll <coughs> be a Cornette checking in. And uh, there's a, a technical foul now on uh, CHPC's bench. So we got three technicals here tonight. I don't know if I've seen three technicals all season. I don't think I have. <laughs> Two technicals. And Coach Debris back in the locker room. Robinson's free throw can't hit it. But still 45-36 on the technical free throw. No one's really got, like, overly angry. It's just mustn't something that people say. I don't know. Robinson's second free throw is good. 46-36, so it's a 10-point lead. And Eli Miller will take a seat. And uh, Cornette comes in and our house, I believe, returns as well. 30 seconds left in the quarter. Altamont with the ball and the technical free throw. And so that means both coaches. Coach Cool took over is having to sit down, and Coach Thompson has to sit down on the remainder of the game as well. Robinson, the three-pointer, yes! Robinson with a three. And it's 49-36. And then Callum hands off to a Bain. Two seconds left. They don't know the time. And almost thrown away by Cornette. But they had his foot on the line there. And so with .4 left, CHPC will take over on the near steal there by Cornette. But he stepped out. And Earhart will uh, take a seat. Elam will come in. .4, not a lot of time. And Hammer tipped it. But that'll do it. So after three quarters of play, it is Altamont 49, CHBC 36. Doubled them up there in uh, that uh, third. And we'll be back in uh, the fourth quarter in one minute. Altamont with the 13-point lead. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Three-pointer is no good, but the run out of Maya Logan Cornette is good, though, to start the fourth quarter for Altamont. It's a 51-36. And there was a uh, foul there on the Indians. And... 
So that's going to send uh, uh, Robin to the line for one and one. Foul one on Cornette is third. Free throw is no good, and it's rebounded by Yarhouse. Had it knocked away momentarily, but he's got it. Yarhouse the other way, going coast to coast. Little floater in the lane. No. Rebounded by Robin. And it's a Callum the other way, uh, top of the key. Gives it to a Radloff, but now it's two Robins for three. A short. Rebounded by Radloff. Up and in with a follow. And it's 51-38. Elam, no one picked him up, so he drives to the hole and a layup, no. But he is fouled pretty hard on his way to the rim. Actually, took a tumble hard. And uh, Dylan's going to go to the free throw line here for two. And Elam, free throw up, and it's good. Fifty-two, a thirty-eight-year score. Coleman uh, checks back in, and uh, Cornette will uh, take a seat. Eloma at the line uh, for his second one. Second free throw on the way is also good. Two for two there. That's fifty-three to thirty-eight, and it's going to be it. Callum getting across half-court, but he's picked up a by. Elam right there. It's going to be picked off by Yarhouse. Yarhouse the other way. Layup is no good, but he's going to go to the free throw line as he was fouled. Avery uh, kind of a little frustrated. Couldn't finish the end one, but he's going to get two free throws here. Fouls, fouls on the third piece. His second team's tenth. Yeah, so a double bonus the rest of the way for the Indians. And Yarhouse is shooting two as he's in the act of shooting here. Free throws up and good. We've got five tonight. Sub coming in. That's Riley Fisher. Who checked in and Wojcik returns for the Bobcats as well. And so Yarhouse will be at the line for a second attempt. And the Yarhouse is also good. So four for four tonight from the line for Avery, and it's 55-38. Altamont doubled him up there in that uh, third uh, quarter and uh, trying to take a stranglehold here in the second half. Over there to Robbins in the corner for three. No good. And rebounded by Elam. Elam looking to run, uh, but they're going to call a foul on Robbins as he was trying to steal the ball away from him. And... Really trying to slow up the fast break there. It did what it was intended to do, but Elam will go to the line for two as we're on the double bonus. He sure did. He got himself a third foul there. 6.33 to go here in the fourth, and Elam will be at the line for two. Is good. Got nine tonight. It's 56-38. 18-point lead. And I think Hammer came back into the game. Coleman's out there as well. Elam at the line for his second one. Free throw up and is also good. Two for two there for Elam. Four for four on the night. 19-point lead for Altamont, 57-38. to 
Wojcik gets it across the timeline. Gets a screen of there from Ryloff. Now Wojcik fires a pass to Jones, a little too hot to handle, and it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. That's the HBC's fifth turnover of the second half and tenth overall in this game. Thought it'd be a hammer across the timeline over to Elam. Elam over to Coleman, and now Robinson for three in the corner. No good, and the long rebound goes to Coleman. And I'm going to reset a little bit. Now Robinson hop step in the lane, layup, no good, and he tried to save it right in the hands of Coleman, and he passed back out to Elam. So Elam's going to fire a three, yes! Faked the pass one way, and he went up and shot the three. And it's 60-38. to 38. And it's going to be a, a foul the other way. We're going to get that one on Coleman. As Callum tried to dribble around him, and too much body on that, they say. So Callum will go to the free throw line here. Hammer sits down, and McManoway came back in. I was on Coleman, his third, team's ninth. And uh, so uh, Callum, uh, free throw line is no good, and it was still one and one, so Elam with the rebound, and he'll look to run. Now it's pass right in the hands of Callum. Callum lets Robinson go by. Layup was too strong, and it's going to be out of bounds as Wojcik touched it last. So it'll be uh, the Indians basketball. And uh, Elam, well, dribbled across half court with 5.20 to go here in the game. Alphonse put some distance between themselves here in the second half with the Bobcats. McManway in the corner for three. Yeah. Three-pointer for Aiden McManway. And it's 63-38. to 38. Wojcik gets it across the timeline. Five minutes to go in the game. And a Wojcik had it stolen away. It's picked off by Coleman. Coleman, run him a fast break by himself. Lay up and in for Eric Coleman. Big guy can do it. Yeah. And that'll be 65-38. And uh, Coach Thompson wants a timeout for the Bobcats. And now Altamont in control now. 65-38. And uh, so we'll take a break as well. We'll be back in 30. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Altamont Community High School. Now, Altamont in uh, firm control here as they lead 65 to uh, 38, 27-point lead for the Indians. And the Bobcats will have the basketball here. And then Callum. We'll dribble it here on the perimeter, and I'll give it off to Robbins. Robbins over to Wojcik at the top of the key. Gets a screen from Radloff. Gives it to Radloff at the top of the circle. Now gives it back to Callum. Callum now to Radloff. 
And they're going to call a, a violation on Altamont. It looks like it was away from the basketball. That went on Coleman there. This fourth. Team number two. Yeah, so we're in the double bonus. And so Radboff will be back at the free throw line here. 4.17 to go in the game. Radboff. First free throw is good. 65-39. Earhart comes back in with for Coleman with those four fouls. And Hammer will come in, and he'll come in for Robinson. As Mason will check out. And so Radloff will be at the line for a second one. It's also good. Four for four tonight from the line for him. 65 to 40. Coming up on 4-10 to go in the game. There over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse is open for three. Yes. Man down, man down for Yarhouse. And it's 68-40. His first three of the night. And the other way by Callum, no good. Rebound by Yarhouse. And they're trying to find Cornette cutting into the rim, and they're going to get Jones with a pickoff. And then he immediately traveled with it as his momentum was carrying him forward. So he'll turn it right back over to Altamont. Ada Miller will come in for the Indians. And Cornette and Yarhouse will take a seat. I think Elam snuck in there. Earhart, jumper is off. No good. Hammer tried to save it from going out. Tried to throw it off of Radloff. And it goes into his hands. And uh, trying to run the fast break for the Bobcats. It's Wojcik. Wojcik stops. Spins around. Gives it off to Robbins for three in the corner. Short. Gets his own miss back, though. Runner is no good. And it's rebounded by Hammer. Hammer, nice pass to Earhart. Earhart up and in as he got himself free in space. And that's Earhart's first two points, and it's a 30-point lead, 70-40. to 3.20 to go in the game. You got to Radloff, too uh, far of a pass for him, picked off by McManaway. Up to Elam, Elam, layup, good. Two more for Dylan Elam. Got 15, it's 72-40. Wojcik, Wojcik, and Jump, a little bunny is no good. Rebounded by Kaden Miller. Under three to go now. Earhart turns and gets it across half court. Gives it back to him. Off the pass from Elam. Nice little hook and no good by Elam. And rebounded there by Jones for the Bobcats. Nice move to get freed. Didn't finish the left-handed hook. Callum gets a screen up from Radloff. 2.30 to go in the game. 32-point lead now, though, for the Indians. And it's going to be a, to a Jones. Jones fires a three. No good. Rebounded by Elam. And Elam looking to get it up the court, but Callum making it a little bit difficult. He does. Spins around, and he drives, and uh, Coach Cool is going to call a timeout for the Indians. So it's a quick 30, and it'll take a quick 30 as well. 72-40, 2-11 to go here in the game. And only back in 30 seconds here listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont and Effingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. 
simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Eli Miller, a 4-3 was off no good, and Stemke tried to save it from going out, but just couldn't quite do it. So it'll be CHBC basketball. As Stemke's into the game now, so is Alec Yarhouse. And Eli Miller checked in as well in the last CO. Minute 45 to go with the... Up to a 30-point lead now. 32 uh, should be exact, so it was a running clock for the rest of the way. So these final two minutes are going to go by pretty quickly here. And uh, they're going to try to get it in the post to Radloff, and they're going to get a foul from behind uh, on Kata Miller. So Radloff will go back to the free-throw line here. Four for four tonight. Free throw is good. Look at five for five. And we got Ben Rado coming in and Caden Davis coming in. And uh, we also got Keegan Schultz coming in as well. Under a minute to go. Radloff is good. So six for six from the line tonight. It's 30 point lead, 72 42. As Simke is over to Alec Yarhouse in the point in the paint to Ben Radel. Radel puts it up, had it blocked from behind, and so it's no good. Rebounded by Jones. Thirty-five seconds left. Callum gets it across half court, and now he picks up his dribble. Gets over to Wojcik. Wojcik crosses over Schultz there, and Radloff with the rebound. The hook shot is good for Radloff. And he's in the double figures now. 72-44, 15 seconds left. Simpke had it knocked away from behind, and it's stolen away. And the layup is good for Roche. And a 72-46, and time will run out. And that'll do it. So Altman comes away with the win. 72-46. This was only a three-point game at halftime. Remember that. So, CHBC... Gave them all that they could handle there in that first half. But Altamont pulls away there in the second half there and comes away with a 72-46 win. But a lot closer than the score would indicate. So Altamont winning streak stands at 11 games now. And Altamont also improves to a 16-3 and and a 4-0 in the NTC. And CHBC, I haven't fallen 6-13 and Oh and five in the National Trail Conference. So that'll do it for uh, this one. Seventy-two forty-six, Altamont, the uh, winner. And we'll be back to uh, break it all down in a few minutes. Hopefully, catch up with Coach Nebery in the post game as well. And uh, so we'll be back in a few minutes. And you're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-342. 3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There. Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Mm. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back in here to Altamont Community High School. Your final score tonight was Altamont 72, a CHBC 46. Again, this was a three-point game at halftime, and then Altamont comes and outscores the CHBC there in that second half, 43 to 20, as Bobcats came to play there in the first half, and then out of the locker room, Altamont. Did a lot better job there scoring-wise. It looks like Robinson kind of took the game on his back there and do what he can do is take over a game. That's what he was trying to do there in the third quarter to try to give Altamont the comeback. And, you know, they eventually right the ship, and they end up coming away with the blowout victory. And that's all the people are going to see. They're going to see the final score and say, oh, that Altamont just took care of business, but... Uh, it was a lot closer than the score would indicate. Very a game ball club here for the uh, Bobcats in that one. So it uh, didn't come easy as the score might indicate. And uh, Altamont improved to 16-3, proved that uh, winning streak to 11 
now and a four and zero in uh, the NTC as well in a CHBC. They fall to a six and a thirteen and zero and five in the National Trail Conference. And uh, like I said, the uh, last schedule that I have, I don't have a uh, down for a game on a Friday. I saw that from uh, Coach Forkins, that email uh, there that sends out every week. So uh, this one was the uh, last time uh, before the uh, boys basketball team will be in action before the conference tournament gets underway. And uh, number one seed there in the uh, conference uh, tournament coming up next week right here in Altamont uh, there. So let's we'll see how that all shakes out. Of course, one of the best weeks in all of local sports, all of basketball, is the next week in the TSCO week. But, uh, you know, overall, you know, there in that second quarter, THPC was really giving Altamont a, a game there. But uh, overall, Altamont came and they came out in the second half. They scored 20 in the third, 23 in the fourth to uh, finish them off there. And uh, this was kind of an odd game all the way uh, around there. Uh, I don't remember what the, the score was at that point in the game where Coach Niebury got those two technical fouls and then CHPC had those four free throws. But uh, they were only able to uh, take advantage of one of those free throws. So only one for four in those attempts. So uh, that could have been uh, more of a momentum uh, shifter than uh, what it was. But uh, ultimately, Altamont comes away. Uh, with the dub, and I guess that's all, all that matters, and uh, that's what you kind of say there in the locker room here after this one. Yeah, that's definitely definitely all it's all it's to say. <clears throat> Excuse me, like like you said early early on, Travis. Uh, all that all anybody's going to see is the is the score of this game. Now you know, oh, Altamont blew out, got an Eric Beecher City, but it definitely was definitely was a closer game. Like you said, only a three point game at halftime. And, Definitely, like I said, the, the Achilles heel of you know CHBC at the time on those yeah, free throws only only making one out of four. Uh, All right, one out of four. You know, I think definitely hurt it. Would definitely gave him a lot of momentum here as uh, yeah, yeah. Coach, Coach Cool, Coach Cool is going to be uh, joining joining us here. So we'll hand over the headset to him and so yes, yep. We'll uh, put him on the headsets here and uh, get him hooked up here and. Uh, Coach Cool, thanks for uh, coming up here and uh, joining joining us here after the game, and congratulations on the win there. It was a little close in the first half, but, uh, you know, you finally got it going. Yeah, Yeah, you're too close for comfort indeed, Uh, but, you know, you got it going there in the second half. Yeah, Um, yeah, I kind of sold them at at the end of the game to, uh, you can't can't take any team lightly, and I think that's kind of what happened, especially coming off a huge win against uh, North Clay there. Yeah, and they just thought, oh, we can come in and just kind of do it. And they are high schoolers, and just never know one team might shoot perfect, and you might not hit anything, so you just don't want to take it for granted. I think we were just trying to score 10 points in one possession and get a stop every time, and we just started gambling, and, and we just kept telling them, like, hey, slow down, slow down, you know, one one stop at a time. So, um, and at halftime, kept saying that, and they didn't go away. I, no. I give all the credit to Beecher City uh, County Hair because they were ready to play. So yeah. they could have easily came in here thinking, oh, God, here we are, you know. But they wanted to win. So hats off to them and, and the coaching staff for getting them and getting them ready. 
Right, yeah, and uh, you know it's not like they uh, they came out here and they uh, they're down by seven at the first quarter, and then uh, they came back there yeah. in the second quarter. And you know, as the game went along, it seemed like their their confidence grew yeah, a little absolutely. bit there in the that's second quarter when they were making those threes. And, yeah, and that will happen. So that's why you want to not take a team lightly and you know play from behind. And uh, luckily, we got it going, and then. It felt quite, it felt like it was closer to the whole game until I finally looked up and I thought, oh, okay, we can, I can breathe. I, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing this, but right. Um, but uh, yeah, they played great, and uh, I said in the locker room, not to not to make fun of coach or anything, but honestly, that tactical kind of gave our kids a spark, kind of like a baseball manager getting thrown out of a game. You know, it, you could look at it, it like that. It, it gave us something. I don't want him to do that. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. But it did give our it gave our crowd a spark, our student section, and it gave our kids a little spark of saying, okay, here we go. And that was kind of a difference maker. And I thought Mason came out the third quarter thinking, yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to do this until they stop me. And then, then he started finding his players. And Avery hit a, you know, Avery hit a three. Dylan hit a three. Uh, I know Mason hit that big three after he hit a free throw. I knew that was going up because I figured he knew his, <laughs> he knew his right. shot at that point. And then uh, yeah, we were just getting stopped and, Shout out to Eric Coleman getting a steal and a fast break. Yeah, that was awesome. That was he that almost was, had it the other night and traveled. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but this time he gets it and he actually counted it there. So a nice steal indeed there. Yeah, and like you said, you know Robinson kind of took the team on his back there in the third quarter and kind of like, all right, you know we're gonna we're gonna come back on me and just kind of took over the game at yeah, that point. Absolutely. And, you know during that technical. They only made one of the free throws. Yeah, yeah, as well. So yeah, that was kind of big because that could have been like I said, a big was, momentum, four point swing, that possibly was a, or more. Yeah, a- absolutely. And luckily, it went that way, and it, it kind of sparked us defensively mm-hmm. and offensively. And our offense is based on our defense. You know, if we yeah. get some stops and some runs, we're, we get going. I think that's what happened. And yeah, we were fortunate enough that they did only get one. You know, out of those, but well. We survived. That's all I got. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe this was a good thing, kind of a wake-up call, yeah, cold absolutely. water to the, the face before the, the conference tournament because, you know, next week you flip up, you lose, you go to the consolation side. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess you can for sure look at it that way, kind of like, hey, learn from it, don't do it again, you know. Right. And now you guys have a week off until then. Yeah. Until then, yep. no game on Friday, right? No, no game. No game, so we got a little bit of uh, rest, and I know maybe you'll have maybe a little bad taste in your mouth uh, a little bit, so uh, you'll have a tough week of practice and then uh, come out here next uh, next week and defend the crown. Yeah, yeah. Yep, next Tuesday, and it might it might even be uh, Beach City again, I'm pretty sure. Right? Right, yeah, it's either Neogo or CHBC, yeah. yeah. So it might just be exactly the same thing, so we'll see. Um I, I, yeah, it'll be nice to kind of give them a, a, a little bit of, a, you know, just practices, but at the same time, I kind of wish we had a game because, yeah, you know, you don't want to get out of the flow. You know, it's kind of like uh, last week of NFL. Do you play your starters or you not? Do you, yeah. you, know, you don't want to get out of a funk. You're used to playing Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, right. Friday. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, hopefully, we'll, I mean, we practice hard, so I'm not sure. I'm not doubting that we won't be ready to go. So, sure. But yeah, you're right. This We'll probably hopefully we'll leave a bad taste in our mouth and we can learn from it and go from there. No, that's all we can do. And uh, like you said, there it was uh, 
DHBC gave us a game uh, there. And yeah. well, uh, Coach, uh, I'm going to let you go here, and yeah. thanks for uh, filling in yeah. and filling in on the post game. We certainly appreciate you coming up here after the game. Yeah. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you guys for all you do. Yep. And we'll uh, see you guys again on uh, next Tuesday, uh, the number one seed again, uh, either Nioga or uh, CHBC uh, uh, next week. And uh, you got some stats over there that you want to uh, get through before we uh, wrap this one up? Sure do. First for Altamont for Jared Hammer. He's uh, two for three from three-point range, 0 for two from the field. Six points, Dylan Elam, one for two uh, from the field, and three for four from the three-point line, and four for four from free throw from the free-throw line. Fifteen points, Avery Yardhouse, one for three from the field, one for four from three-point range, and four for four from the free-throw line with nine points, Mason Robinson. Four for eight from the field, two for four from the three-point range, and four for four from the free-throw line, 18 points. Aiden McManaway, 0 for one from the field, and one for one from three-point range. He, he was also two for two from the free-throw line with five points. Logan Cornett, three for four from the field, 0 for one from three-point range, and 0 for two from the free-throw line with six points. Connor Earhart, one for two from the field with uh, two points. Eric Coleman, he was three for four from the field. And two for four from the free throw line with eight points. Caden Miller was two for two from the field with uh, four points. For Count Herrick, Beecher City, Carter Bain was two for three uh, from three point range with six points. Clayton Wojcik was seven to ten from the field, 0 for one from three point range and one for three from the free throw line with 15 points. Kenny Robbins. One for three from the field and one for four from three-point range for five points. And Caden Callum was uh, one for one from the field and two for four from three-point range, one for four from, uh, excuse me, three-throw line with nine points. Lane Davis, 0 for two from the field, 0 for three from three-point range, but he was one for two from the free-throw line with one point. And A.J. Radloff, he was two for two from the field. And six for six from the free throw line for his ten points as Altamont is victorious tonight, seventy-two to forty-six. Holden Scott Beach City did have twenty-six points in the first half, but only held him to twenty points in the second half as they pulled away to earn earn the victory. Yeah, Altamont with quarters of 18, 11, 20, and twenty-three for their seventy-two, and CHBC with quarters of eleven, fifteen, a ten, and ten for their forty-six. So. Altamont, next time they're in action, will be uh, in next Tuesday in the conference tournament, and they'll either between uh, Nioga or a CHBC, so maybe a rematch here next uh, Tuesday. So that will do it here for us. Make sure you tune in uh, tomorrow evening for the girls' conference tournament. They're in a Beecher City, as we don't know the opponent for them either, as either going to be in Nioga or Winston's Two Straw, whoever falls in uh, that previous night's contest. So they'll second game of the night. Uh, for one of those two teams. And we'll have coverage for you approximately 8.30 here on a Jack FM. But thanks to Derek back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. For uh, Dom, this is uh, Travis Sparks uh, telling you have a great night, and we're back here on Jack FM to play the music that we want. And uh, we will talk to you uh, tomorrow evening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, You'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PeakinInsurance.com 
And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.